Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dashing with Christ. Um, today, I am just going to be talking about kind of a situation I've been going through in my own life um, that has been a struggle for me. And if anyone can pull things out of it to help out in their own life, it would be for the best um, either way. But for first, um, Lord, I just ask you to come in right now, fill each and every one with your Holy Spirit and Fill me with your Holy Spirit, Father. I ask that you would let what needs to be heard, heard, and what doesn't need to be heard, just forgotten, Father. That you would be the center of attention, and that your Holy Spirit would reign in our hearts, Father. I ask that we would be able to turn our eyes to you, Father, despite everything going on. In Jesus' name, amen. So, I'm kind of going through an issue right now of that I got into a car accident here um, on, I think it was, uh, yeah, July 5th. And I ended up, uh, and I work out of my car, thus dashing with Christ. I spend time with the Lord as I do DoorDash. And as he tells me things, I kind of come back and give my realization of things that he's told me to you, as well as, a way for me to see how I have grown in my walk with the Lord, but also so people can take what I have uh, learned and maybe the Lord can help direct them. Um, but I am searching for a car right now from a car accident, and the Lord right now has taken me and uh, given me more of a direction of waiting upon Him. I have been searching for almost three weeks and used about half the money that I was supposed to have for our car. And I am having to basically wait upon the father and go, what car do you have for me? Um, basically one of the verses that he has given me or a piece of a verse that he has given me to be heavy on my heart was how he brings us into green pastures um, sometimes he brings us into those green pastures of just rest, of just times of rest where we don't know what he's doing behind the scenes. We can only guess and we can only hope. We know it's hope for good because he will always be the good for us. He, um, what was the, what's the verse for that? I'm trying to think of that off the top of my head. Wasn't exactly planned. Um, he has uh, he has plans for future and hope or something like that, not for condemnation or damnation or what something like that. I'm I, I you I think you get the gist of it. He has plans for us. He has future for us. He has hope for us, and hope in him. He has good plans for he is the good father. Um, even after what the, Jesus said us as evil know how to give our children good gifts, then how much more does the father know how to give us? And it has been a hard season at this point to just have to take my hands off every, uh, taking my hands off of it and let the Lord go, okay, here you go. I can't do anything. I can't rush getting a car. I can't rush, um, into a bad situation for one if i was to do so i would probably get a car that would not last that long i would probably get a junker um 
and it would not be a car that I could earn an income on and continue not only doing this uh, walk with the Lord, but doing a walk in um, my faith. So I have to say, I think I, there has been an episode or two before uh, I used to quote my um, uh, favorite saying that I heard uh, a preacher say, and I forget who said it, but God is a God of multiplication. He's not just a God of adding and subtracting. And the person was saying that in regards of faith, because let's say you have one measure of faith. Well, one measure of faith equal will, t- will, will multiply into two measures of faith. Two measures of faith will multiply into, into not three. It will measure for, multiply into four. It's always going to be exponentially more. It's going to be a doubling every time. So not every situation is going to be as hard as as the double seems, but it is going to be a double and a way for you to come back. Also, one of the biggest things that I like about it, it's also part of our testimony. Um, The Bible says that we should always give, um, be, be ready to give a reason for our hope. And every time we go through these trials, it helps our hope grow as well as giving us ways to go. That is where the Lord stepped in and took over. And I knew it and, or I might even not, not have known it at the time, but he took over and stretched my faith out. And oh, wow, by me taking my hands off or me adding my hands, it did this or it did that. I have many testimonies through my life of times where the Lord has told me something, but I wanted to keep my hands on it. And because I wanted to get my hands on it, it turned out worse. And many times where the Lord has told me to walk away and oh, wow, it has turned out even better than I could have hoped for. So I also know that it's not an easy thing to do. It is very challenging to do because, um, we are not spiritual beings yet. We want to live by our flesh, and it causes us to need to de- deny our flesh and take up that cross and bear those burdens. Uh, but the Lord doesn't let us just bear them on our own. He wants to have the relationship with us so that we can go, Hey, Father, I'm having trouble with this burden. I I don't know how to just give it to you and take my hands off of it. Can you please help me? Or I don't know how to do this. And he is this father that, yes, we have that there is a fear behind him. And I, I think more a fear of disappointment should be that the fear isn't the total right term. Um, I was having a mind thought the other day that it, that God, uh, someone was trying to say that we need to fear God as well as we need to understand that he is our best friend. And I started thinking on a terminology that was a, a way to understand it or try to bring it into something that could be more understandable. And I thought, I thought a nuclear bomb. And as, as shocking as that sounds, hear me out. Uh, a nuclear bomb is in one way, a friend to us because as you as countries have them it is a deterrent so other countries don't use them but also at the same time it is something to be fearful of because if one person uses it another person another person can use it too but in in some ways the lord is 
is our nuclear bomb, but he is so more power. He's even more powerful than that. He is our best friend, which we can go to and tell you, tell your most deepest, darkest secret to, and he's not going to spread it around. He's not going to, he's not going to just chide, chide you for it. He's going to sit there and listen. And if there is correction to be given, it is going to be within love at that and not something to be fearful of because it is true love, not, not the love of like, we think of as the flesh. Um, and then at the same time, the fear aspect is he is this powerful. He created the universe with just speaking it. His words became reality. He created time, space and matter with the first sentences of the Bible. We hear that he created that. So in that whole regards, he is to be feared. But at the same time, he he sat there and gave his most his best creation, the whole earth, the whole universe. And he said, here, you are my children. I want you to have it. And even when we became separated from him from the Garden of Eden, he still said, here, I'm not going to wipe you out. I want you to go through. I want I, I, there is a curse that that is on because you need discipline. You had to, you discipline disobeyed and it's going to cause hardship, but I will send someone to remove the curse. And that r curse got removed by Jesus Christ and, uh, and our walk with him. And it has to be a walk with him. It has to be like people. I, I, I another person that I greatly, um, I think it was Troy Black. Um, I greatly love watching his videos. I greatly love watching uh, him uh, preach and give prophecy. And yes, many of them do come true and do get confirmed in my own spirit and even added to when I listen to him. But um, I think one of the, the biggest points he said and one of his biggest expl explanations for the... Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, coming to Christ, or how clean we actually uh, are when we come, when we actually give everything to to Jesus, is we can freely come to the throne room. And he he just in one of his videos, he wanted us to imagine that we were just walking into that throne room and just instead of trying to put that weary face on, like we need to huddle down and and act all terrified, but walk in there boldly like we are pure and, pure and clean and without blemish because that is what Jesus' sacrifice did for us. Now, do we try to continue to keep sinning? And no, we try to do our best that we can, but we also can't do it on our own. We need to stay within the Father to become that clean, that cleanliness or keep that, that clean. And it's renewed daily for us. Even, you know, you mess up uh, yesterday, well, guess what? Tomorrow's a new day, or and today's a new day. It it's all new. And he he's another one of Troy Blatt's things is he sits. I believe it's Troy. Um, he was like, uh, the Lord doesn't sit there and scrutinize. You know, you did something wrong. He goes, what'd you do? You're you're sitting there going trying to apologize. Not that we shouldn't uh come to the Lord because we should bring every single thing to Him. There should be nothing you 
want to hide from him. Will that be right away that you still want to hide things? Yes, more than likely, yes. There's things I even think about hiding to the Lord, and then I, I just... He brings it to my attention. He goes, you're hiding this from me. You're trying to hide this from me. And I go, you're right. I need to come fully forward to it and admit and own up to the things that you have said. And it's not that he's mad at me for even doing that. He sits there and wants to. But I've gotten way off topic. The The biggest point I've tried to go the day is the waiting on the Lord is so hard, especially taking your hands off things to just lie in the green pasture. Um, at least in my mind, the way I envisioned it is there's just this giant shady tree, nice brook going down it. Uh, gr there's green grass and I, we're just kind of lying back, relaxing and waiting for the Lord to come back to us, so to speak with through the reward or thing that he went out to, fetch for us that we are knowing he left us just perfect in this place. He, he, he didn't, and, and the Bible says he doesn't leave us, so he doesn't really relieve us, but I'm trying to give a kind of um, an image of how a shepherd would go out to take care of their sheep, and it's, it's the same way with the Lord, and even though he's not leaving us, he's still right there laying beside us in that pasture. He's still gone, go, he still went forth and has provided a way, and it's going to be so hard, especially with things that we think that we need to stay control over, like with me and my job as a car, my uh, livelihood as a car, me earning income has been my car, um, and I'm having to sit back and go, Lord, you have, your kingdom knows all, your kingdom has all resources, even these cars that people think they own, you own. And if you, whatever you provide me is what I will accept. And that is just how I have to do it. And relinquishing control of all that is very, very hard. Um, because I still want to sit there and go on Facebook and find a car for myself and, and, go talk to the people, but that at least right now is not where he kind of has me. He has me, he had me delegate it to some other people right now and to let them, uh, take over and say, Hey, um, I'm going to go get some of my people involved that I know. And we're going to sit here and see what the best options are for your situation and what we can do. And I'm sitting here going, but I want to be involved. I need to be involved. I need to kick my hands on this and I need, so sorry about that guys. Um, I was in a train of thought and that was a phone call about the accident. Um, just medical attention type stuff. Uh, but as I was saying, trying to take my hands off things has been a very hard thing because I want control, but I need to give control to the Lord. If I want to see, especially if I want to see what good things he has for me. But I, as a human, as my cardinal flesh, I want to have my hands in the middle of it and go, I need to make sure it's good. I need to make sure it's just what I want. I need to make sure it's, uh, has every little part I need, but it's also not good for me. And, uh, I dealt with the first couple of weeks. Uh, I was so stressed out. 
I was so, so stressed out, barely sleeping, barely um, wanting to not, not actually go to work because I'm like, I need to find a way for more money, um, which again, I'm still in a rental, but at this point it kind of started dawning on me and the Lord kind of started showing me, I think it's um, Psalms uh, is where that uh, verse lies about how he uh, lays us beside still waters and how he soothes our soul and how he brings us into green pastures. And I just had to, and he really started speaking to me on that. And I'm still going through because I would have to actually redo, listen to the verse right now because there is several points in there um, that he has over the years brought to my attention, like um, how he, they, uh, like one of the points, and um, I will bring this up right now, is how he anoints our heads with oil. A lot of people nowadays don't understand. Uh, and we think anointing our heads with oil as religious practice, and we forget that um, sheep, or at least back in then, anointing sheep's head with oil was actually more of a a helper. It was basically uh, they would anoint their fur, and from the way I understand it, at least they would anoint their fur and head with oil, so that the, when they would get stuck in the brambles or like the thorny bushes. Uh, that they would be able to slide, slip out very easily and slide away from them. And yet the verse is basically saying he anoints our head with oil so that the, the brambles or the thorny bushes in our life uh, that we fall into, we can slip out easily because he's already paved the way for us. And that's just one aspect that he has brought to my attention and this whole several years I've been hearing this stuff, but all, but he has been bringing that back to my attention over this past couple of weeks as I let as I relinquish control and let him bring this forward. I have no idea what I am going to end up uh, out with, but I know that through the Lord, it will be the best for me. That I know that no matter. What I whether I get a car that looks like it's going to be a junker or whether it is, um, and for my like my dream car, a Tesla, I know that it is going to be perfect for me and that every need will be met, every one of my bills will be paid because, um, the word of God says so. For I know that I am more than the than the wheat of the field, the grass, the simple grass. And I, yet I am even more than the birds of the airs and they don't have barns. So how much more does my father love me? He loves me very much, just like he loves every one of you very much. And he wants not only for us to trust him, like imagine when you were a child and I know that considering nowadays, um, a lot of people don't have this, but when you would go to your mother slash father or the person that you knew, you, you usually there's a person that you could trust more than anything else. And when you would ask for something from them, how much they would try to give it, you know, you were hungry, they would feed you. You were thirsty, they would give you drink. And our father's just sitting there and going, I'm here wherever you put me. 
when you tell me to go out of your life, I'm out of your life, but I still want to be there. I'm still watching over you, even though you want me out. And I'm waiting for you to come back. As soon as you say, come to me. But oftentimes, we're also like those kids that want to be, they were like those children that want to be prideful. And they're like, I like when teenagers and we want to go, I can do it all. I know it all. And anyone that's had teenagers or worked in a children's ministry with teenagers know a lot of times the, they think they know it. You can be giving them the best advice in the world, but yep, they know it. And as many times as Christians, are we, aren't we the same way with God? Or don't we, uh, you know, especially as we get more into our, and we hear the stories over and over. Yeah, I know that story. There's nothing new I can learn from it. And we overpass it when God's trying to say, here's someone else that has a different view that I would like you to see this view as well. Or I want to speak to you myself and give you a different viewpoint that maybe you can share or maybe it's only going to be for you. But we have to go, we have to let him lead us to those path, those still waters, those green pastures. We have to take our hands off things and put our hands to things when he says to. And as many people can protest or to test to this is it is not an easy job. It is not an easy thing to take your hands off or lay your hands to when the Lord says to. It does take some sacrifice sometimes and usually sacrifice of your pride to do so. But um, again, guys, thank you for so much for listening to this. I hope this helps someone today. Um, Lord, I just want to speak, ask for your blessing over everyone that listens to this. Not only your blessing for their finances, but your blessing for their heart, Father, and their spiritual blessing, Lord. That you would come upon them and have kept what needs to be kept from this. Chucked away what doesn't need to be heard, Father. And just let them feel your love, Father. That this will go out for many years from now, letting everyone be able to hear how good you are. I thank you for the time that I had to do this today, Lord. I lift everyone that heard this up to you. In Jesus' name, amen. God, guys, remember, please rate rate these uh, podcasts. Um, if you can listen to it on multiple ones, please do. Uh, give them ratings. Give them thumbs up. Uh, I post these to Anchor, and it distributes them out to everywhere. So if you want to go to the Anchor Pro page, Dashing with Christ, and find them and go listen to all the other ones, please do so. It would be much appreciated. Um, thank you so much, as and always, I love you, or God loves you, and so do I.